Welcome to the Lock Boss Show. I am your host, PJ Slauson. Now, this show is dedicated to all the lock bosses that want to learn and want to grow. But guess what? We also want you to win. And in order for you to do that, you need to join us every live YouTube giveaway. All you need to do is go over to YouTube, type in CLK Supplies, or use the hashtag LockBoss, or even better, in the show notes, just click on the link, it'll take you right there. Watch any of our current videos and you'll see exactly how you can join the fun for free, and together we will learn, grow, and win. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Locksmith Business for Sale. Is it a good deal? Maybe even the Lockfather will buy it. I don't know. We'll find <laughs> out. Dad, thanks for coming back on. Yeah, no problem. So, um, you know, we have our topos here. Our yep. first one, we didn't have topos. No. So, you know, I'm going to crack this open and uh, so the propos, a little cheers here. Cheers. And so, um, we're back and we have another locksmith business for sale that we're going to be talking about today. Okay. Let me go over the ground rules really quick. Make sure we're you and I and all the watchers and listeners are on the same page here and we'll get okay. started here. So this is a real locksmith business listing. However, we're keeping it anonymous. Um, well, because... That's the nice thing to do. Yeah, we're not picking on anybody. Yeah, we're not here to pick on anybody. But we want to really get on to the nuance and the fun of the listings and um, talk about them. Right. Right. So if you happen to be watching this and we end up going over your business, just so you know, um, hey, we're keeping it anonymous. Um, but also, we're not trying to pick on you at all. We're just having some fun with some entertainment value. Because everybody has their own opinion. Everyone has their own opinion, right? right? Here we go. Are right. you ready? Yep. All right, so uh, I'm going to read you the business description here. So, unique opportunity to acquire a mobile locksmith. The current owners have been doing it since 2008. Okay, it seems like they bought the business. The company offers residential and commercial services, including several property management companies, and they deal with a variety of locksmith-related tasks on a daily basis. The business has good-paying customers, and the current owner works 35 hours a week, but there's room for growth. The sale of the business includes a fully equipped van along with inventory, and the sellers will provide the buyer with two weeks training, and there's no license in this state. Okay. So included into the asking price is the inventory, um, although I do not see like a specific number for that however um there is a fully equipped vehicle um with sixty thousand dollars worth of inventory um no just a it's a mobile only you can put hours into expanding the business they're retiring which is why they are selling mm -hmm. gross revenue is eighty nine thousand dollars okay fixtures um which is um i mean it's kind of weird on this one how they list it but yeah i mean fixtures in this case are probably like computers and that sort of thing a lot of times includes vehicles right um but they obviously have that over with the van in a second here so fifteen thousand dollars there and then inventory they list is sixty thousand dollars which includes the van is what it said lower there so let's just combine the two of those seventy five thousand dollars total the business cash flows fifty seven thousand dollars, 
And can you guess the asking price? 85000 Nope, you're thinking of the last deal. Yeah, kind of exactly. aren't you? Yep. Yeah. No, so this one asking price is 119000 Okay. So what are your initial thoughts, red flags, things that are popping up? And they want how much for the equipment in 80000 um, well, it's included in the price, asking price. Okay. So there's $75,000 total plus $57,000 of cash flow. So when you start doing the math, I mean, they're pre- pretty much asking for one year of cash flow and all of the equipment combined is kind uh-huh. of what they're asking for. What, do you, what I, are you thinking? Well, again, as I always bring up, I got to see everything, you know, because okay. they list what equipment they had or what your van or anything nope so it's hard to if you don't list you know have a minimal listing of what equipment and van it is with miles because uh, the van could be worth forty thousand dollars if it's a new one sure or you know older one with under 40 you know forty thousand miles it'd be worth it yeah. If it's more than that, it's not worth it. Yep. Okay. Uh, talk to us. Like, what other stuff's popping out to you? Well, they don't have equipment list. Even, you know. Yeah. Uh, how much, you know, again, if they got a Ventura or uh, whatever code equipment to be able to do cut keys, for all you know, it could be just space and depth keys. You see, this is where it's important to lift what you got. Yeah. You know, but I mean, like, I mean, let's assume once again, the inventory value with the van, let's cut it in half and say 30. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just for the sake of r- removing your uncertainty right. and doubt here. Okay. And then he wants, you know, roughly another year of income which is 57,000 right. and that's what we call blue sky oh, I, you know to you okay yeah, that's, that's fair you know and everybody deserves some blue sky but again whenever you buy a business you have to look you know the personality says he has some uh, property management companies yep and several property management companies yeah and what happens if they don't like your personality or the way you're doing the business compared to this other person. Mm-hmm. You have to consider all that. Yes, you do. Because we've bought companies and we've lost different things, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just a fact. Uh, you know, the price isn't that much, but when you're trying to start a business, how much you have to put into a business to get it running. So that's why you want to look at ex- established yeah. Mobile unit, you know. Yeah. Uh, so if you look at that, you know, it's really not that bad of a price. Yeah. I mean, a, f- a few things that pop right out to me immediately. As you know, I'm kind of a little more on the analytical number end of that. And I'm more on the equipment and scenes. Yeah, yeah. Well, stuff. I mean, so am I. But when when you look at the gross revenue of essentially 84000 mm-hmm. okay, and then their cash flow, which in this case, right, it can get a little complicated, but as I've talked about before, it's essentially going to be your net profit along with owner's salary. Right. My guessing a business um, of this size, how is it being ran? Maybe just as a, a DBA or a LL, maybe a, just a single party LLC or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So they're probably not take my guess is they're not taking a wage and dividends. They're probably just the money that comes into the business is what, what they, they get. what they get, right? right? So when you see it at 84,000 and then cash flow of 57, they're definitely based on with property management companies, by far they're doing rekeys, mm-hmm. right? They're doing a lot of rekeys because that's right. wonderful. Um, cash flow based on that. So, I mean, if you happen to be watching this fantastic job with that, uh, 35, I mean, 35 hours a week, bringing in $57,000 of free cash flow. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Right. I think that's pretty good. Um, to me, there's also some risks, right. And, uh, when, for me, when I hear the big part of their business, you know, is, including several property management companies that scares me right okay because i mean as you know um as i always say you don't want to depend on one or two customers well i mean if you think about all the years Mm -hmm. of business and back when i used to work for you what did i do a lot of property management property management what else did i also try to do a lot of go and talking to the ones that had used to do business with you, right? But someone offered it cheaper, or whatever. And they went somewhere else. You send somebody out. The personalities didn't work. Yep, right. Those issues, and then the bigger issue is um, something I know you've lost some business to, which is the property management switching to the self change yep. locks, right? Right. And so, what does it look like? Um, I mean, so property management companies. Now, if, if these are commercial, I'm assuming there a lot of them are residential. Maybe they're commercial mm-hmm. um, and that changes it a little bit. Right. Right. But if they're residential, I'm, I'm a little scared. Yeah. Right. Because the lock manufacturers always try to cut out the locksmiths to a degree where the customer can take care. Well, I think it's one of those weird things, right? That like a manufacturer wants to make a product that is easily... All right. I mean, I shouldn't say always, but, you know, like they're trying to remove the rekeying issue. Right. Right. I mean, that's what they're trying to do. Absolutely. And unfortunately, removing that rekey issue essentially removes us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and um, it's a cold, hard reality that um, I mean, I think all of us, I don't really know anyone who likes the smart key system that's in the lock and key industry and who doesn't kind of view them as junk. Right. Um, although the, like the fun kind of opposite point to that is they're also a bear to pick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and normally norm, back in the day would be like, oh, quick set locks or a hunk of junk. You can pick those right. real easily. Well, that's no. not the, really the case anymore. No. Right. Exactly. So it's kind of it's kind of funny. But um so that's the only big thing that kind of pops out to me. You know, I think it's interesting. 35 hours a week. I'm kind of hearing you could do this part time. Yes. With property management jobs, at least the ones that um, I've experienced doing, and I'm sure you too, is they typically aren't like, hey, you know, um, our tenant just moved out. We need you here within nah, the next 20 right, minutes. Right. It's like, hey, here's these. Um, they email you five jobs and they're like, we just need them done by next Friday. Right. Right. Yeah. So it is a potential someone could have another job and do this on the side and do that on the side. Absolutely. Um, at the same time, you can. It sounds like there's a lot of room to expand too. Right. Right. It does. So yeah. So I mean, if this business was within a few hours of here, are you a buyer here? Uh, I 
Try to get a little less, but yeah. I would. Okay. How much money would you uh, try to offer them? If I mean, and then let's let's and I, you know once again we're looking at the total inventory van to you to us. We're viewing that value as a thirty thousand total, right? Not seventy five, right? So I'd probably offer them eighty to eighty five. Okay. Know. Okay. That's just me. Yeah. You know, because you have to look at when you're buying a business. We always want it as least expensive as we can get it, but if it doesn't work out, you haven't lost all that either. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great, of course, I mean, I think if you can, if you can pick up an existing business, this one's been going since 2008, that gives me a little confidence on like, if they're still getting- been around. Yeah, if they're still getting that residual right. revenue. I'd imagine you'd be able to work out and keep it going, right? Yeah. If, if you have some people skills and can start building relationships. Right. Once again, they want to do two week. Yeah, two I mean, weeks I mean it's almost like, I mean, let's talk about this for a second because it's like, it's hard, like as a, as both of us employ people, right? right? And when someone gives us a two week, um, which is like the courtesy type thing to do, right? It is most of the time difficult to replace that person within two weeks, yeah. right? This doesn't happen. And so I find it bizarre that these businesses are literally trying to um, quit their business. And walk away. In two weeks. Right. I'm guessing it's very negotiable. Maybe you can get them to stick around for a month or two. Well, you at least, like I say, just to learn to rekey locks, good. Because you don't run into every brand every day. The, yeah. the first brand, you know, quick set and flag, you see a zillion of. Mm -hmm. Okay, that takes a day to learn and you're good to go. But it's all the other, the sergeants, you know. Yeah. Uh, all the other ones. Yeah. You know. So, of course, from your perspective, you're looking at the best deal possible. I'm always looking at the best deal possible when I'm buying. Yeah. So, I mean, I think once again, though, if let's say if everything is true here within a couple hour drive, right. if you're picking this business up for 80 to 100,000, you're doing well. You're going to get your money back. Oh, absolutely. Um, fairly quick. Yeah, within the first couple of years. First couple of years. Um, the type of work it seems they're doing just due to the profit margins is mainly, I'm guessing, re-key labor right. or master key labor. Right. You should be able to train that fairly well. It's probably already on some sort of master key systems, maybe on the commercial stuff, right? right. Um, fairly easy to train. Seems like a lot of opportunity and um, seems like a, a decent. It does. It, it really does. I mean, for experienced guy, I pop that and get moving, you know, buy it. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, but I'm always expanding. I'm always looking to expand. Yeah. Because that's the personality I got. It's not because I want more. It's because I want to be the dom dominant or dominant person in our area. Yeah. So I think another interesting part, let's say like, you know, you were, let's pretend this um, business listing is in uh, somewhere very warm all the time. Okay. And you live somewhere cold a right. lot of the time. And you're like, you know what? Um, I'm going to go somewhere warm. And you find this listing and you're like, hey, I can go down Man. there and work 35 hours a week, right. make close to 60,000, um, essentially on autopilot to some degree. Yeah. 
No, that's what you want. Yeah. It's an excellent deal if you look at it. If you look at it through that lens, right? Right. Right. Um, I would say in this case, it's probably, even at 120, it's probably going to cost you more to start a business, a locksmith business, and go find these customers. Right. Because of the inventory he already has. Yes. You have to stock up there. You got to get a van, new or used, doesn't make a difference. Yep. You're still going to spend quite a bit of money. Absolutely. And then all the equipment. Yep. And then you go, oh, I don't have that. You got to, you know, locksmithing, you're always buying something because it changes all the time. Well, and we like cool tools and all the little fun stuff. Right. right? But uh, no, if you look at it in those terms, I'm in. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Pete's already on his way. Wherever you are, Pete's already. (laughs) So, yeah, really good. Yeah, you just got to look at it overall. But mine is always equipment. The year of the van, if it's just mobile. Yeah. Because if I ever sell, I'm not going to sell my commercial buildings because I want the revenue as retirement. Sure. But who knows if it's worth $100 or a million dollars. You just don't know until you go to try to sell. Yep. Because we have lots of old inventory. And I buy a lot of old inventory just so we have it if it ever comes up. Yeah. I mean, the hard reality when you sell something, it's not necessarily what you think it's worth. Absolutely. It's what the people who are willing to buy it Absolutely. think it is, right? right? And it's your job as the owner, um, the proprietor of that business to build in as much value as you can for the right. other people to see. Absolutely. Right? Because when you go to retire, you want some money if that's is all you have to lean on. Yep. You know, you can work your life. Now, would uh, I want to talk one other quick little thing, and we'll okay. uh, we'll call her good here. Um, I, which we didn't talk about in the last one, which is, let's say you came in at an eighty thousand dollar offer, mm-hmm. and the person was like, you know what, I'm, I'll go down to one ten instead of one nineteen, but and I'll owner finance it over five years. Does that change? I'd be in. You'd be in, yep. Yeah, because I'm not throwing all my cash in. Because me and my cash to operate the business. Absolutely. To build it the way I want. Absolutely. So it's really um, at 110, 120. Right. Owner finance. One of my friends up in a different area says, hey, I'm going back to California. Here's my van. This is what I want. You got five years to pay me and walk away. And that's what he did. Yeah. I think the, the interesting part about owner finance is it can get tricky, right? Like you kind of, you always want to be the person having someone else that hold the note for you. You right. never want to be the person holding the note. But the one thing it does do, okay, in like a situation like this is it's going to align the owner and the new or the old owner and the new owner for the business success. Right. Right. Which will mean a much smoother and better transition and problem because they're going to want that monthly payment. Right. Because if I sold, let's say, and I sold it on a contract and before you know it, all my inventory is gone. It's gone in the toilet. I end up with nothing Then I have to rebuild it. You do. And that's why most people um, want cash out. They want the cash out, right? Like that's kind of the point. Right. And I think in most situations, um, that's always the better deal. Absolutely. Right. But I think in a, in a situation kind of like this, one person, one person operation, one owner, I would probably push more than like a bigger operation 
right? They're not going to want to. Right, and you go through an escrow to make sure you get your money back through the van. Yeah. You know, so there's no underhanded. Oh, yeah, you don't want to, like, sign a third party to the money to go through. Yes, you don't want to put on a napkin at Denny's. Well, you could frame it, but you still want to go to an escrow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Well, hey, we would love to know what you all think in the comments below. And, uh, Dad, thanks for coming on and uh, doing another one. Fun. Yeah, like, like I mean, do you like doing these, or uh, sure. can we expect you back? Or uh... well, yeah, no problem. I I think it's good for the locksmith community to understand all this stuff. And the way I think isn't always the best way, but this is always my opinion, and this is the way I do. That's the reason you've made lots of videos showing how we do it. Yeah, you know, I think the big thing with you, I mean, it's a good point. Is um, and I'm kind of similar. Like when I'm going to do a deal, I want it tilted in my favor. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, it really depends on your risk tolerance a lot right. of times, right? But yeah, definitely when you're hearing the lock father tell you his uh, spiel, especially if you're if it's your video, if it's your business that we're going over. <laughs> I mean, he's thinking rock bottom prices, right? <laughs> well, I bought probably over 25 businesses out in my years. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, and, you already have all the keying equipment. You already have all the pinning kits. Nobody else is offering them anything. So they're going to sell to you a lot of times. Yeah. Because I already got everything. Yeah. And you've also sold one of your locations. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you've been kind of on both sides of that. And, right. Uh, did you carry that or did they pay you? Did they cash no, they out? cash me. Okay. Cool. And then... Because I told them you have to live and breathe it. Yeah. And they didn't. And it went out. And it went out. And I bought 90% of the back stuff back at 10 cents on the dollar. It's a sad reality. It is. And it's not that I'm shrewd yeah. to, you know, take advantage of anybody. But that's all it's worth to me because yep. I have everything. Very true. All righty. Well, we'll see you next time.